All right, I've decided to start doing something brand new on the podcast. As you know, I'm a big advocate of doing hard things because it helps you realize what you're truly capable of. And there's so many different ways to take that on in your journey. And that can look so many different ways depending on the season you're in. But personally, for me and in my journey, one of my favorite things to do is physical challenges or mental toughness challenges. And today I'm bringing to you my experience doing a Spartan race because it's brand new to me. I've never done one before. And it's the first time I've done a mud run um, at this distance since becoming a mom. So I'm bringing to you today my experience beforehand, during and after the fact, how it felt and why I think it would be beneficial for any mom out there to try one. So if you're ready to hear about my experience, doing the Spartan Super Obstacle Course Race in Atlanta, then it's time to listen in. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. All right, we're going to rewind all the way back to last year because at the end of the year, Casey and I sat down and we said, okay, what does next year look like when it comes to our health and our goals and the things we're going to be working towards? And we ended up deciding to do the Spartan race together at some point at the beginning of the year because we knew we would be settled down uh, here in Alabama after moving. And we wanted to do something challenging like that. He's done a Spartan race before. I hadn't. We were like, this sounds fun. At the beginning of the year, There was one in Florida and there was also this one in Atlanta. So we planned on that. And a few months later, once we got settled here, Casey had the opportunity to play in an off season rugby tournament the weekend prior to the Spartan in Atlanta. So he was like, you know, I, I probably not best for me to play in that rugby tournament and then go to a Spartan. Like it's just going to be too rough on my body because we both value rest and prioritize that as well when it comes to our performance and our health. So he decided to forego the Spartan this time, but I still wanted to do it because I'd never done it before. Um, I'd only done Tough Mudders in the past. I'd done some other like more off-brand 5K ones that were mud runs and super fun. Um, I did actually, I said before I hadn't done a mud run prior to, and since before having kids, um, but I did do a small 5K one. I think it was called like a mud girl run or something. It was a 5k. It was super fun and it's only girls. So I did that with some other mom friends in Las Vegas. But other than that, I hadn't done a more intense one that was especially at this distance. Um, 
since before having kids. So I was excited just to see what I was capable of. Um, and I ended up doing it with some fellow, I, I didn't have to do it alone. Thankfully, there was some fellow workout enthusiasts from Orange Theory that did it alongside me, which I'm very grateful for. And you'll hear why. So going into this race, the beginning of this year, as you know, I did my four by four by 48 at the beginning of March. And then we had Casey's rugby thing. And so my mind wasn't even in it. Like I wasn't even thinking about the Spartan, the logistic. I'm a very like logistical planner and none of that was on my mind until literally the week of the race. Um, because literally two weeks before I had run 48 miles in 48 hours and endurance wise, I was not concerned about the six to seven miles I would be covering on foot in the Spartan race. Um, I do know, I did know going in that the obstacles would be more of a physical challenge. Uh, and I have, I have the strength I have, right? There's not much that I could do in those few short weeks from having an endurance focused training to like really getting super strong because you can't build strength like that overnight. So I knew that would be the biggest challenge was a lot of the upper body stuff because I've just always struggled in the upper body strength category. That's an area of weakness for me. Um, and I knew there wouldn't be a ton of insane progress I could make over the course of a few weeks. So I just kind of carried on my training like normal. I recovered from that running event, you know, kept consistent and went into the race, (laughs) um, the week after my four by, so like what my training looked like the week after my four by four by 48, which was the first weekend of March, right? I did the Spartan the third weekend of March. So the first weekend of March after that first weekend, My training was pretty light. I went on some walks. I did some stretching. I did some light strength workouts. um, And I went into moderate intensity um, the week of the Spartan. I didn't want to go crazy and burn myself out. And what I really focused on, what I really put my energy into was good quality sleep and good quality nutrition and stretching and mobility because I didn't want to get injured or any overuse injuries, if that makes sense. Uh, My biggest concern... (laughs) was aside from like not having the upper body strength for some of the obstacles, which I just knew that's just always been a struggle even before having kids when I did do these. But my biggest concern, honestly, was the week of, I'm like looking at my weather app, seeing what the forecast is going to be in Georgia. (laughs) And it was one of those like late winter, early springs, final cold snaps of the year. And it swept over the South, like the entire South, literally the weekend of the race. Uh, The temperatures like going into that weekend looked like they were going to be lows of like 27, 28, literally below freezing and highs of like the high 40s, which some of you might be like, oh, that's so warm. But, you know, we're down here in the South. The week before it was literally 80 degrees. The first weekend of March when I did my running event, I was like, dripping sweat and in shorts and a sports bra running. I mean, it was hot. So that's quite the cold snap for this time of March. And I had to really start mentally preparing for it to basically be freezing. Um, And also a little mom note that I'm sure you'll all relate to. And honestly, it was kind of a, a, it felt good. (laughs) I was like ready for it, if that makes sense. But this was my first time being away from my youngest son, who's two and a half now for more than eight, maybe 10 hours. Like I was gone for probably 40 hours, like not even two days, but this was the longest span of time I'd been away from him. Um, yes, like 
two and a half years as a mom of two. This is like the longest I was away from them, from both boys. Um, but it didn't turn out as bad as I expected. And it actually was really, it was, it was really good for me to obviously, it's really good to just have that distance in general, isn't it? But yeah, that was the first time I've been away from him for that long. So we headed to Atlanta and um, Sunday was our Spartan race. So we headed up on Saturday because it's a solid like four hour drive from where I live. Um, like I said, I did it from with some friends from here in Alabama from Orange Theory. So on Saturday we got there, we hiked, we ate, um, got to sleep. And like I said, that final cold snap was flowing through the south. It was so cold. Um, the lows were in the 20s and the highs were in the 40s. There was no getting out of that. It was going to be a cold day. So Sunday morning comes, we drive over to the venue. Our start time was 10:15, so it wasn't super early, which was like perfect because we were about an hour away and it's cool. The venue that they used was actually the park, the arena, not arena, like the it's like this massive probably hundreds or thousands of acres, but it's what they used in the 1996 Olympics for all of the equestrian events, which I think is just so neat. So we're going through all these places where they did all the equestrian events for the Olympics when they had them in Atlanta. Um, and when we pulled in, when I parked the car, the temperature outside was 31 degrees and the feels like temperature because of that darn cold humidity was 22. So it felt like 22 degrees outside. Thankfully though, the sun was shining. So cannot complain. Um, 10, 15 was our start time. And I've done, a, like I said, I've done a handful of Tough Mudders, other obstacle course races. So I knew, I knew I was in for a lot of mud and discomfort and hills and obstacles that I might not be able to do. Um, so like mentally I was just ready. I didn't have any, I got some butterflies cause I was just excited, but you know, I, I knew what I was getting myself into. So we're at the start line. And before you even get to like the actual start line where you get to cross the line and start, you have to crawl under barbed wire, uh, through the mud between these haystacks. Basically it's like you get thrown into the fire. Here you go. Let's get going. You're going to get muddy right from the start before you even start. And there was this guy Cause like, obviously there's fences on both sides. So you have to go into the barbed wire. And there's this guy on the side in this bright orange shirt who kept standing up to like get out of the mud and not get as dirty. <laughs> um, and the guy with the microphone, like the Spartan hype man at the start line was like, orange shirt, get down, get down. And he wouldn't, he kept standing up. So we're all like under the barbed wire in the mud, like get down. Cause this guy with the mic, the hype man is threatening to start spraying the water. And let me remind you, the feels like temperature is in the twenties. So we're already cold. We're all like the, the mud is like water mud. So we're already cold and wet and we're like, please do just get down. So we're not getting water sprayed on us. Cause we'll turn into ice. Uh, long behold, orange shirt does not get down. Guy turns on the hose and it sprays directly on us. We're getting soaked. We're getting super muddy. You get, I get to the start line and like literally chest down is mud already. So we got running. Start time finally came, um, got running. And in all, there were 28 obstacles. I'm not going to go through the whole race step-by-step. Step. That would take forever. Um, you guys just got to get to do one to experience it. Um, but in all, there were 28 obstacles, a lot of mud, like probably a solid mile of mud at one point. And it was really cold. It took about a mile for my hands to warm up. I mean, I literally at one point 
the thought went through my head. And like, these are the moments that really grow you. (laughs) And that might sound crazy, but it's fine. Um, The thought that went through my head was, you know what? Because my pinky, like it hurt and it was hot, but it was cold, weird feeling. And so I'm like, well, maybe I'm getting frostbite. Um, If I lose my finger today... I guess it's just my pinky, but eventually they did warm up. So that wasn't a concern. No frostbite. Still got all 10 fingers. We good. <laughs> but things like that were going through my head because it was that cold. <laughs> now, anytime we would get muddy, it would, your hands would freeze back up. They would hurt for a little bit, but then it, they'd warm up again. So it was kind of like an in and out of being really cold. But by the end of the time we were racing, it took us about two and a half hours. Uh, I was warmed up and felt pretty good, but it was pretty cold the whole day. Like it never got above 45 degrees, 49. I don't remember the high, but it did not get above 50. So it was cold the whole day, especially once we got done and we were kind of standing there all muddy and wet. We were like, okay, we need dry clothes. We need the car heater. We need the seat heaters because now we're cold. So I'm, I'm not going to take you through all the obstacles, like I said, but a rough overview from a mom perspective, because you're a mom listening and maybe you're like, maybe I'll do a Spartan. Maybe not. I don't know. But I just want to give you uh, the perspective of a mom doing this because there's nothing better than doing something hard. Like I said, like I believe, I believe this to my core, um, to just grow your mental toughness, to grow your mindset a little stronger, because we need that. If we're going to raise up kids that have that too, and can stand up for themselves and can do hard things and can, you know, eat healthy or work out even when they don't feel like it. If we don't do those things that are going to make us tougher, how are we going to raise tough kids? You know, so we got to go first. And I think this is a great way to do so. So personally, I lack upper body strength. Uh, so any obstacles that had monkey bars or rings or like rock climbing elements or features were really tough for me. And I, uh, in Spartan language, failed those obstacles. Anytime there were obstacles that you failed or you couldn't complete or you didn't want to try, which I tried all of them, there were ones that I was like, I'm not going to try that. But I did because why not just try? Why not just try? And so I would try and I would fail and I would fall off. And you take what's called the penalty loop, which is adds like a, anywhere from like 200 yards to a quarter mile to your distance. <laughs> so I did not do a 10K. I'll tell you that. Um, or you could do 30 burpees. I chose the penalty loop every time you know, I'd rather run than do burpees. So that's what I did. (laughs) Now, there were also some obstacles with walls that you did need upper body strength. They would have like rock climbing elements or like a rope to pull you up. And you would need more upper body strength to scale those And I genuinely could not have done that without the assistance of other people, um, just being real. And so that's like a big takeaway just from a mom's perspective that I think would be really valuable if you've ever thought about doing one of these is be okay with relying on other people during the race, whether that means that's people that you go into it doing it together or just random strangers that you meet on the course. Yes, Spartans are a competition. You do get timed. You do get ranked. But unless you're this ultra obstacle course racing athlete, you're not going to be able to get all these obstacles done alone. You really won't. So like I said, you have the option of penalties or penalty laps or burpees. But again, if you can rely on another person, whether it's a stranger at an obstacle or, or you're doing it with a team, It'll make getting through the race 
that much more doable. And especially on those longer stretches of running or on those long mud tracks when you're like cold and muddy and you can't see anything beneath you and get hit your shins on sticks. Like when you have other people with you that you can just kind of commiserate with and laugh with or, you know, work as a team to get through these things. It's so much better. So do don't, you know, if you go into it solo, still turn to other people and build relationships as you go. Um, and all of this leads me to big takeaway number two, as a mom doing a Spartan race is be okay with failing. You cannot go into one of these fully prepared Spartan. I, I think Tough Mudders would do this if I remember correctly. And I don't know if they do anymore because that, that was years ago, but Spartan doesn't give you like a course map and tell you what obstacles are where. So you really cannot prepare for this because you don't know the obstacles you'll be facing. Um, you don't really know how long the course will be to a T. You just have to go in and say, I'm just going to give it my all. And there's no way to train. <laughs> there's really no way to train the course. Like you can't just go show up to the venue and practice the run. You can't simulate trudging through, you know, three foot deep, thick mud and 30 degree temperatures. So you just have to be okay with the fact that you don't know everything going in. You cannot be fully prepared and there's a good chance you'll fail at different things. And it's not like failing because you quit. You just, you know, can't complete something and you do 30 burpees or you take a penalty lap and then you keep going. Okay. You just keep going. And that's what life is like, right? We fail, we fall down. We don't do as well as we expected ourselves to, or as we are capable of doing, but we just keep going. What's the other option, right? We have to just pick up and keep going. Uh, final takeaway as a mom doing a Spartan is lean into the discomfort. <laughs> and there's no way around that. There is no way around that. The first time getting mud all over me, like I told you, was before even getting to the start line. And right when we, right when we like started this little mini pre, pre-course obstacle, I was avoiding touching the mud. I was like trying to crawl on my elbows until I was like, you know what? It's now or never because I'm going to get muddy eventually. I might as well just dive right in and get this over with, get the initial muddiness over with and just embrace the discomfort. And it was worth it. It was so worth it. You know, things like running up hill for half of a mile after three miles of mud and obstacles with your legs burning, you know, in the moment, mid obstacle, wondering if you're going to fall and fail, or if you have the ability to swing your leg over and actually do this thing that you weren't sure if you had the physical capability of doing, it's in those moments where you're really uncomfortable, where you're a little unsure. If you just stick it out, if you just embrace that and try, the worst thing that could happen, like I said, is you fail and you take a penalty loop or you fail and you do some burpees. Best case scenario, you surprise yourself and you do it. And there were moments when I truly did not know if I'd be able to do something but I just kept trying. I just took the next movement, the next step, and I did it. And I, I truly surprised myself. There was one where it's this like, I wish I could, like you could see my hands, but it's basically this inverted metal obstacle. It's got two poles, like two metal poles on the side. And at the top, there's a, a bar across the top and then three or four more under it. And it's like inverted. So it's almost like they took monkey bars yeah, here's, here's your visual. They took monkey bars, put them vertical, and then curved it towards you. So as you're getting closer to the top, you have to like, 
you're kind of like, you know, backwards towards the ground, but having to get over it. And I genuinely did not know. Like some people are like monkey bar climbing up this thing and flinging their body over. And I'm like using my legs to get up. And I did not know when I got to the top, if I could get over the thing, I was literally like, am I going to fall right now? And like hurt myself because I don't know if I can get over this. And I, I stayed up there. I've got a big old nasty bruise still a week later from, <laughs> from hanging there for a few minutes with my arms over the side. Cause I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And that was probably the most uncomfortable moment in the whole race. Aside from my finger thinking I'm going to, it's going to fall off and I'm going to lose it because I was not sure if I was capable. The thoughts of doubt, the thoughts of failure were going through my head. But at the same time, I was like, I have to try. And I ended up getting that obstacle done. I ended up doing it. And those are the moments that you grow. And they are necessary. They're so necessary. So in all, um, there were a total of 28 obstacles. I ended up successfully completing 22 of them meaning I did take six penalty laps for not successfully doing those six. Um, We did what's called the 10K Super Spartan. So there's a sprint, which is a quote 5K. A super is a 10K and the beast is like a half marathon distance. And then there's some, there's like shorter ones. There's like a 3K. There's this 24 hour psycho race that I don't know, people do do Spartan race for 24 hours and see how many laps they can get. It's nuts. But there's all these different distances. Our 10K super Spartan ended up being about eight miles. <laughs> so clearly those distances that they quote them as are estimates. Um, and in total, it took two hours, 22 minutes and 50 seconds. So I ended up finishing 17th out of 83 in my age group of woman age 30 to 34. So I'm pumped about that. 17 was actually my number in college. So I thought that was super cool that I finished 17th in my age group. It's just a special number to me. Um, I was also the top 38% of finishers overall and 95th female out of 481. So as a mom, you know, two and a half years postpartum, just your, I'm, I'm average. Like y'all, I'm an average fitness, strength, endurance level. I am just like mediocre at everything I do when it comes to fitness. I'm nothing special. I'm just consistent. And that's pretty darn good. So I'm really excited about that finish time. It was cool because you saw all different types of people out there, old, young, like fit, just getting into shape, multiple obstacle races under their belt, first timers. I mean, people all over the board. And I think that was the coolest part for me. There was even, oh, and this was, the, I didn't even put this on my notes, y'all, but there was a kid's race too. And it's like an out and back, this little loop. There's little obstacles, but there's opportunities for kids too, to realize how capable they are. And can you imagine? I think they have to be, like, I don't think my oldest is old enough for it yet, but can you imagine you go do it? If you've got kids old, old enough to do one of those kids Spartan races, you go do it them seeing you cross that finish line and do something really hard and then being like, I want to do that too. And they have the opportunity to do something hard and challenging and get through it and realize how capable they are at such a young age. And they did it because they saw you do something hard, man. Like how special is that? So it's just, I just think that the Spartan race in general is a great thing. Uh, it's a, it's an awesome experience. And the fact that they can include everyone from old age down to kids is phenomenal. Um, I did face a lot of moments that 
challenged me big time and grew me. And I'm grateful for those because you don't get those a lot in life. You don't get those unless you seek them out sometimes. And I, I seek them out because I like to grow. I like to see what I'm capable of. I like to reach those low moments so I can pull myself out of it and show myself what I'm capable of. There was more than one, like I told you, I really don't know if I can do this type of moments. Um, and I did do them, which is so cool. So this is for sure something that I would do again. Uh, fun fact, actually, obstacle course races are what spurred me on in my fitness journey back after my volleyball career ended. Um, I did like a 5k mud run in Charleston with my dad, our neighbor and Casey. And that is what helped me realize how much more I was physically capable of. That was at the point it was like March. So four or five months after my career and my volleyball career ended, I still believed in my head. I'm not a runner that like 5k distance of a mud run was like mind blowing to me that I did that. Um, and a few months later I signed up for a sprint triathlon and that's really what spurred on my belief in my physical body. And I would not be here today talking to you if I hadn't done that. So for sure, Spartan race, any type of mud obstacle course race run, whatever you want to call them, I would recommend other moms do. Spartans are worldwide. So if you're listening from another country, see if there's one near you because they do do these internationally, not just in America. And they actually host so many other kinds of events. Like I told you a three K, which is like probably two ish miles all the way to this crazy long 24 hour one that you probably have to qualify for. Um, and it does sound insane, but there are women who I'm sure have had kids that are capable of doing that, which is so cool. But no matter what your fitness level is, there's one of these for you. And even if it's not a Spartan, there's like so many different awesome brands out there of obstacle course races. And I fully believe that if you try, you'll be better for it. Maybe you're at the place like I was years ago where I, I totally believed I'm not a runner. I don't run. I can't do that type of distance, but what's cool about a mud run or an obstacle course race is it breaks up the distance because you're running for a little bit and then you do an obstacle and then you run just a tiny bit more and then you do another one. So if you're at that point, give it a go. You don't have to have crazy endurance. You don't have to be able to run three miles straight. You don't have to use average fitness level, girl. That's all you got to have. And if you're at the point maybe where you're like me and you like doing hard things, this is a great way to test yourself in a different format. I love working out and lifting weights. I love going for runs and walks. And this is just different. Like you can't simulate this in your backyard for the most part. <laughs> Some people maybe, but you just, most people can't do that. And so it's fun to just go out there and see what you're capable of and test yourself in a different way. So like I said, you'll be better for it. It's great to just test your mental and physical limits, because that's when you realize what you're truly capable of. So Spartan race as a mom, doable, doable for any type of mom. So if it's on your heart, if it's something that you feel pulled to do, just get consistent working out. And I would encourage you to go sign up for that thing and get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. 
I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.